Welcome to Hair Choppers Radio, the real talk of the industry, a podcast where we talk about the reality of the hair industry and you're able to enjoy the visit of many influencing guests. May you enjoy every episode we bring to you. And don't forget, you can watch us live on YouTube. Thank you for tuning in. Welcome to another Hair Choppers Radio Season 3, Episode 1. We're back and we have a special guest today. Uh, He has an awesome book that is very popular right now and is teaching every barber and stylist, uh, nail technician, how to secure their finances from behind that chair. Uh, So welcome Dante Stevenson to the show. Thank you, my brother, for being here with us and actually uh, teaching us this, man. Uh, I, I've been reading the book. I haven't uh, taken my eye off of it. Um, I've been highlighting certain things that I'm actually learning as well, too, that I uh, didn't know. Uh, so welcome to the show, man. How, how's your day been today? My day's been good. First off, thank you for having me on here. Uh, man, this is my first time really, I guess you want to say, being a uh, moderator on Clubhouse. And I appreciate you for having on me on, uh, having me on. And pretty much, I guess, to uh, pick my brain when it comes down to the book, man, uh, um, this is something I, um, a lot of people don't know, or, or they don't know, or so a lot of people that do know. I really have a passion for this barber beauty industry. I have a passion um, to, to pretty much educate and show individuals stop being stop being a hair hustler being a business owner because at the end of the day it's still a business it don't matter if you're receiving cash you maybe seeing receiving credit card you know payments through credit cards it's still a business and being that being that this is a business gotta kind of, some of you gotta move like a business owner it don't matter if you work in somebody's shop or you booth rent or you commission or or you have your own suite it's still a business and I just want the industry to really understand because there's a lot of people from the outside coming in that just want to take from the industry and not really get nothing back. And I just felt like if I'm going to be part of this industry, i got to give a lot back. And I just felt like with these books, I have to give it. What, what, why? Uh, I, I was reading the book, right? And you were, you were getting into... Uh, hold on. You, you guys can hear me still? Yeah. Okay. All right. No, I'm just getting like a poor connection signal over here. But um, all right. So I was reading a book, and you were talking about how you got into the industry and why you got in the street. For our listeners that we have here, um, everybody, you could also, uh, real quick, you could also share this uh, this room with your following. Uh, you, all you have to do is just click the uh, plus sign on the bottom. Uh, in a little while, I'm gonna let everybody raise their hand and bring you on stage, and you can ask Dante Stevenson uh, your questions on how to secure wealth from behind the chairs. We talk about the book and many other topics. So my question right now for Dante is, uh, so I was I was reading the book and I was reading the forward message and, and all this. Um, why did you choose? Uh, just so our listeners could uh, know a little bit more about you, why did you choose specifically the barber and beauty industry? Uh, um, man, uh, first off, my wife's um, best friend, 
she's uh, she's a stylist. I don't really, you know, you could say celebrity stylist. I just call her as a stylist. And she's an um, entrepreneur. And she was my first client in the Boston beauty industry. And from there, she just started sending me um, referrals from different barbers, a couple of hairstylists, a couple of tattoo artists. And then for me being in corporate, um, my first uh, my first two years in the financial industry, um, there was some guys that was that was reaching out to different barbers in the local, I mean, the Central New Jersey area. So I just felt like I needed I needed an edge. I needed to figure out how can I get to more barbers, um, with, you know, minus the competition. So I started going to the trade shows. My first trade show was. Um, Universal Barber Expo 2016. And from that event, I just felt like home. Like my heart was telling me, like Dante, this is home right here. You could, you could really uh, make an impact here. But there's nobody, there's nobody at this trade show that you find me. But you got every product, and um, yeah, um, you got a whole bunch of vendors, but nobody really talking about finance retirement. Um, and you know what's funny with that show? Uh, my my neighbor was Effect Tyree. Uh, I'm Tyree. Uh, Tyree Parton. Yeah, the he app. The, he does the apps. Yes. Yeah, he, yeah. This is before he got with Tyree. So to see his growth and where he got, I was like I said, I remember when nobody knew who Effect was. I remember when, like I said, Effect had a small booth right next to mine. Um, and just to see his growth from four, well, almost five years to now. It's dope and it's a it's a blessing. Like I can say, during my journey, the last five years, I've came across a lot of individuals. Some some that that took it to another level. Some just stopped or just disappeared from like social media or the industry. But for the most part, I came across a lot of I came across a lot of genuine good people in the industry. It's not too many, but I came across enough to say. Yeah, they solid like yourself. You do a solid, solid dude like Lowe's, um, like Lori West, like Joe Swan. I could keep going. Um, Al from Mr. Pete, I keep going on and on. Yes, there's, yes. <laughs> there's, a decent, there's a decent amount, but it's hard to find a decent amount because there's a whole bunch of people that's just about self and that really don't have, like they say they have love for the industry, but when it comes down to it, it's not really love. I look at it as luck. Because if you love this industry, how can you hate on somebody that's doing or trying to do what you're do, doing, what you're doing that has no ties to your clientele or even your product? Yes, that's true. Um, you know what? You're you're, you're talking uh, real about that because I, I also came across a lot of individuals throughout my years in the industry and attending um, all these barber expos and shows and conventions and. Sometimes they say that they're, they're for the industry and then when you reach out and, and you talk to them about an idea that you have and you want them involved, they're just immediate, like, because you're a nobody at the time, they're just immediately like, no, they feel like that's going to bring them, their, their brand down or whatever it is. And it's like, okay. Uh, and then, you know, sometimes you spill the tea of what you got going on and then you see them do the same thing like later on and I'm like, but... I just told you about that, you know. So that throughout that, that that taught me a lot of lessons as far as that. But uh, that's another whole discussion. So as far as this book, um, I was reading chapter. Uh, let me get into. Let me see what I highlighted this in. This is actually chapter two, and you're talking about 
Are you securing your wealth or securing your riches? And then you and and this um you kind of describe the difference between being rich and the difference between um wealth. Uh, and, and there's a a paragraph in here where it says I'm actually gonna read it out loud just to give a little teaser to the folks here. Um, it says if man, it yeah yeah you're welcome man anytime. Um, and it says, if it doesn't bring in revenue for the business or your family and or you cannot benefit from it, then you don't need it. If you can afford to buy three, why buy one? Why sacrifice your finances to buy it? Why put your future at risk just for something that doesn't have any value? Your future has way more value than just for a temporary moment or just to prove to people that you can ball out. You are only hurting your family and your future by trying to show people that you are able to spend a lot of money. Just because you spend a lot doesn't mean you keep a lot. It also doesn't mean that you're wealthy. People with wealth don't care about how much you spend. With them, it's about how much money you have saved and where you have invested your money. What's the point of looking rich when you can't spend like you are rich? And then on and that second part right there says the difference between rich people and wealthy people is that wealthy people have sustainable wealth that can last for years. And then a couple of sentences down from that, you say rich people only have money. Yes, rich people only make a lot of money when they stop working and they also stop making money, which is a, a, a perfect uh, example of defining um, both those that that's the, the way you did that and you worded it right on, on point. Um and a lot and I see wow. a lot of barbers out wow. here. Wow. I see a lot of barbers. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just hearing that, I'm surprised. Like I'm shocked that like that I wrote that. It don't even sound like something I wrote. It, it sounds like <laughs> I'm, I'm being I'm being for somebody else. I'm yeah. impressed myself. Nah, the way you worded that, um, it, it specifically divides both both point of view from the rich and, and the well and the wealthy. You know, um. And as we get deeper into the topic, um, we will um, show these listeners here um, how to create generational wealth. And I like because you get into it more uh, throughout the book. Uh, But there are barbers out there that, you know, they they don't know that they're making six figures behind that chair until you break the stuff down to them. Um, uh, Explain a little bit to them too, um, you know, between the difference of, of wealth and how to create the wealth and how to budget yourself behind the chair, um, including expenses and, and the income that you're making. Yeah, like for the most part, um, I look at it, everybody in this industry, anybody that cut hair or do any type of um, any service in the barbecue industry, everybody's rich because everybody has the ability in one day to make from let's say but a hundred dollars to you know to a thousand dollars or two thousand dollars but the question is like i said like like once you like, like once you make it what's next do you invest it or do you feel like you know what i need a i need to go spinning on just whatever just because i have and and, and i talk to a lot of people day in day out and a lot of people and you know what um I'm not gonna say irritate me, but but I, I get it. But a lot of people always say, "Yo, I'm good. I'm set up." I never knew. I, I never heard nobody. I never heard anybody say, "This is too much money for me." 
That's I never right. hear that. I never, I never hear nobody say that's too much money. But I hear a lot of people say, "Yo, I'm good with my finance. Uh, I'm more set up." All right, that's good. You are set up, but you can also learn. You can also like you can also learn. Like people with that, I know some people that tell me they all set up. Nine times out of ten, they really don't have nothing going on because 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 anybody that's chasing wealth, it's not gonna say, "I'm good. I like I can't learn no more. I can't. I don't want to know no more." The goal is is to it's to pretty much become wealthy. It's to go from being rich to wealthy. How do you, how do you build wealth? I, um, I, um, like, like this pandemic, what I have seen and what, what I witnessed is I witnessed a lot of people making that transition. You're one of them. Going from being just from being a rich ball, a rich ball of money shit, to being wealthy. Right? And what I mean by that, you're, you're creating different sources of income. It might not be a lot today, but it's going to accumulate tomorrow. Yeah, it's, well. it's, it's, lo- it's, it's long term. You wanna you wanna invest into long term, you know. Um, that's that's what I believe in. I, I, I'm always a believer of like, I don't I don't like short term because it's just you're, you're gonna have to continue working um, for it. So I, I want to reach to the point where I create that wealth and I don't really have to work that much. I just let it work for me. So I just like. It's like I, I see the the way the money goes around the world. So money fluctuates throughout the world, and it's just, it just keeps going twenty four hours, seven days a week. It's just so uh, that's what I want my, you know. So when I pass away, I know my daughter, or or my future kids with with my wife, like they they're they're set. They don't even have to go through what I've been through in, in life, you know. Um, and, and that's just creating that wealth, and, and it's just like you say, creating that generational generational wealth. Now we're gonna get into chapter three, and chapter three, you talk about creating generational wealth, and it's funny how you say um, that GoFundMe is the number one life insurance company, and and the sad part is they're not even a life insurance company, which is true, which is creating people that are um, dependent of uh, others. Um, but then you break it down and then you break it down into what is life insurance and how life insurance becomes part of uh, creating generational wealth. So can you explain a little bit of, of what life insurance and the two different types of life insurance that people could look at and, and in order to have that to create uh, more gen- uh, more wealth in, in their uh, career? Yes, um, life insurance, um, it could be, and I, I believe I, I spoke about this in a book, it could be what it is or what it could do for you. But um, uh, when I started off in this industry, I, I was showing um, all the hairstylists not what it, what it is, but what it could do for you. What I mean by what it could do for you, being that you're making so much cash and a lot of individuals don't like to report their income, what's the safest vehicle that you could put all this cash in? Life insurance. Life insurance. It may not be the, it may not be the most attractive financial vehicle may not be as sexy as the stock market or it may not be as real as a quick um, flip as the real estate but you know you know those things slow money better than no money that's what life insurance is like you got term term is pretty much either you leasing or you renting the policy for, for a certain amount of years now permanent insurance is pretty much like real estate building um, equity on your good health for the moment. Not, I'm not for the moment, but also for tomorrow. So, example, as like this is a trading company, 
any kind of um, permanent insurance. That for every dollar you put in, you could get three or four tax free and retire. Or not for retirement, but for the next um, in the next ten or in the next twenty to thirty years. I know a lot of people are like, oh, I'm not gonna live that long. The way the way Thomas is going right now, Thomas flying. You may look up, you 35 right now, 40 years old right now. Another 10, 15 years, you be at, um, you're gonna be either 40, so 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 Tom, you know what I'm saying? Tom ain't for no man. So why not prepare today? And and I break this down in the book. I know people say, oh, how to, like like what's a good number for me to start with putting away for retirement or for life insurance? The simplest way, I mean, I'm mean, the cardinal rule when buying life insurance. Whatever your, your your real salary that you made the previous year, you times that by 20. But that's how much um, income your family is going to need um, to sustain for the next 20 years because of the lifestyle you created. Don't tell, don't tell people. Remember, don't get the policy that you put on your taxes, which is 15, 20, 25,000. No. If you really made 100,000 or you made 25,000, you made 25,000. You need 1.5. You made 100 grand. You made 100,000 last year or the previous year. You need 2 million. Because you remember, you create this, this lifestyle. You got your kids looking nice. You, you're living in a nice home. You, you have a nice car, too, for you and your significant other. Your kids in a decent neighborhood. So, so God forbid something happened to you and you the breadwinner. How your kids, um, how, your, how your significant other can maintain the lifestyle you created? Exactly. $150,000 life insurance policy is not going to cut it. So, so you got $150,000 life insurance policy. You spent your family to break that down over 20 years. That's $7,500 $7, for the year. Each year. Can they really live off of that? No. No, I don't think so. I don't think so, man. Um, and, and I think this pandemic, um, as far as it's gone, has shown that to a lot of people out here in the barber and beauty industry um and, and that's why um i always say you got to be prepared for for what's coming um because we we don't know what what's gonna be happening um i'm gonna give a chance to the guys in the room um to raise their hands uh if you have any questions for dante stevenson um anything at all please raise your hands i'll bring you up to the to the stage trying to bring more people in here uh, but okay uh so we're gonna get into i think it's chapter three where we talk about protecting your wealth um how are ways that we could protect our our wealth um uh, ways to protect your wealth um one is simply not spending your money two is pretty much um uh, uh, um, two is, uh, I don't really talk about this in the book, but one way to protect your wealth is, is investing to you. Like a lot of people don't understand that you are an investor. Like just like just like how you can invest into Andy's Clippers, War Clippers. Why not invest into you? Why not invest into your future? Why not invest into your family? That's an investment itself, um, to to some degree. Um, uh, uh, it's. It, um, this industry, I love it so much that that when I talk to individuals about wealth, they really don't understand. 
and, and and this is why I kind of break down, or this is why I wrote this book, just let people know that there's so much value, um, not only so much value, but there's so much wealth in this industry. Like, like for um, not last year, um, I didn't see the numbers yet, but the year before that, the barber beauty industry break on board, and this is on the books, pretty much um, over half a billion dollars. So there's no way people can't say there's no wealth, there's no money in this bar, there's no, I mean, there's no money in this barber beauty industry. There's a lot of money in this industry. Just gotta figure out like, like what to do with it in the right way. And and, and a lot of barbers and hairstylists don't realize what you do on the day in, day out. Like a lot of you spending, is, um, a lot of you spending the tax deduction. Um, 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 excuse me, uh, being at, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a tax deduction. Like your, your boyfriend, your, uh, your boyfriend, your, um, your uniform, your meals, your traveling. And, and, but, um, your number one money maker is your cell phone. I talk to a lot of people all the time. People feel, oh, they Clippers is their number one money maker. No, not if, if you're a barber, yes, but if you're a business owner, in this industry, the number yes. one money maker is 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 uh, um, excuse me, is your cell phone. And people don't, I mean, individuals don't write off their cell phones. That is that is I mean, true. Uh, you know what? I, I I actually didn't know that. And when I read the book, and you was actually talking about that in, in, in the chapter, I was like. Wow, you can actually write off your cell phone. So what I did is I immediately call. I have T-Mobile, so I immediately call T-Mobile, and I have my uh, my EIN number, which is my uh, my my tax ID number for the business. So I was like, damn, Don Dante is so right about this. Um, let me call the company. Let me see if I can make a change and uh, actually put the phone number uh, towards my business and. We did that change. I had to give my tax ID number and all that. And now I know that next year I, I could write this phone off. Yeah. Um, um, bro, the, the, the amount of loopholes, like this really knows, like like JD Kid said, voila, say I need a bear sign. Yeah, but yeah. I just look at it, voila, on your taxes, when you got so many deductions, all you got to do is keep your receipts. Like I said, um, like if you have, um, um, for, for the few people that's on here, uh, for example, there's not a lot of individuals that have um, incorporate their business name. If you incorporate your business name, your home, um, and your home address, it's the, it's, it's the home office or it's the business address, you are able to write up 25% of your rent or mortgage for the year. Because that's your home office. So, and, and if you work in a shop and you paying in the shop, um, chair rent or booth rent, cash app. Because not out of 10, most shop owners are not going to give you receipts. So if you cash app your or Venmo or transfer money from one account to, to his account, that's, um, you leave a paper trail. So if you're spending $1,000 a month on booth rent or chair rent, that's what you could do at the end of the year. Yeah. 12 months out of the year, that's 12 grand to write off. Uh, PayPal also works as well. PayPal gives you a paper trail that's as right. well. So PayPal also I'm, I'm, works. I'm, I'm, uh, I forgot about PayPal. PayPal is my best friend. PayPal, I give a lot of individuals that give me cash, I give them a receipt. Because PayPal had this thing called PayPal here, where you got the option, Square has it as well, but with PayPal, if you have a PayPal yeah. account, 
I, I run. I, I have all. I have all of them. I have Cash App. I have Venmo. I have uh, PayPal. I have also Square because Square is mostly for my clients um, and other stuff that like my merchandise that I sell and stuff like that. So I, I continually have a paper trail and I make sure to have also that 10K99 uh, form, I believe it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. I also have that. I have that as well. And, uh, you know, it is is. It's good to learn, man, because now I'm starting to learn a lot more stuff that I could actually write off on my taxes. You know, I was actually uh, talking to my wife today, and the crazy thing is she was telling me, I was telling her, babe, keep your keep your receipts, uh, because that's a tax write-off, you know? Uh, and then her response to me was, no, you know, when I go to the tax place, they don't want to do it. They're going to charge me extra for a form. And I'm like, well, they're not supposed to charge you extra for the form, but they're supposed to do that for you because that is a tax write-off and they're supposed to put that in there, you know? Yep. So it, it was crazy to for, for me to hear that. Now, as we get into chapter five, uh, chapters five, you talk about how to secure your wealth with the DFG system. Can you explain a little bit uh, to, to the folks we got in here um, and on the, on the podcast, um, what is the DFG system? Okay. Now, before I answer that, uh, I'm going to go back to the text. Okay. Now, now I'm going to let you know, but you know what? I was gonna wait, you know what? I'm just saying because I, I leave the because I know it's coming up in the next chapter. But but matter of fact, I'm gonna I'm wait for that. I'm gonna wait because I know you're going by chapters, and I know you're gonna bring up um, chapter six, and I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, yeah, we definitely gonna chapter. break down chapter six because I love chapter six, and and, and you know. But we're, we're, let, let's get into this one real quick, and then we we'll jump into that, and then you could go right back to um to to what you want to say. Okay, uh, all right, so chapter five. Chapter five was, um, refresh my memory. Uh, all right, so um, in chapter five, you, you talk about how to secure the wealth with the DFG system. So okay. um, just explain a little bit, what, what is the DSFG system? Um, it's pretty much the one crime a day keep the gold from you. Say one crime, if, if you say one crime a day, Depending on your age bracket and depending on um, how long you, um, you, your plan is to cut from, um, to work from behind the chair, and also, excuse me, also the prices. So, so, so if you're twenty, as an example, if you're a twenty-five year old barber, you've been doing this for a couple of years. If you save one client at twenty-five dollars a day for the next thirty years, you pretty much will have a six-figure, maybe seven-figure retirement. That's the simplest way of building a wealth. It's simply just save because a lot of people don't have a, a lot of people have problems saving. So how can you develop a great habit of, of saving? Just start by saving one client. I, I'm like like I had several clients that that was saved from the pandemic off of um 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 just off of this just off of this strategy. Either save a client, either save one client, or save all your tip income because your tip income people people may not realize. That um, that tip income, most people, most barbers make a thousand dollars in tip a month. So, so you make a thousand dollars in tip. So technically, if you pay a thousand dollars in booth rent, you make that money right back from tip. Yeah. But so, so it's not like you're really losing out; as you're getting it right back. But also to offset to offset that um to um to offset that uh, okay um, deduction. If you make twelve thousand, if you make twelve thousand a year, 
why not put that into a financial vehicle that you could get a tax deduction for? That you can write off on your taxes. You can write off your retirement, especially as an independent contractor. That's the beauty part about being a business owner inside independent contract. Um, well, it's kind of the same, but as a business owner, way more loopholes. Way yeah. more loopholes as a there business is, uh... Like I said, I don't care. I'm not going to go on topic, but these loopholes, these tech loopholes, are really going to come into play this year. This is, might be the most important year as a barber hairstyle to file taxes. Don't yep. file at any old body. Don't go to H&R Block. Don't go to nobody that's going to do TurboTax. Find um, either myself or find somebody else that's going to, that, that knows these tax rules. Because the reason why I say it's so important because uh, uh, so let's say you made let's say you made seventy five thousand in twenty nineteen, and in twenty twenty you made sixty thousand. You made seventy five in twenty nineteen and sixty thousand. There's so many tax credits that Biden signed off on. That's why that's why the um, filing date has been pushed back because they're trying to make sure everything is locked and low, ready to ready rock the road. Because so many independent contractors and small business owners will be able to get. Big, decent income tax returns. And that's without kids. That's just all for you being one person and your business is affected by the pandemic. They, um, this, um, um, they trying to punch, punch some, um, they trying to, um, throw so many, so much money back into the economy. It's ridiculous. So if you, so if you're going to file taxes, I I tell people file as soon as possible. Like, like, there's no knock to H and R block. But go with somebody that's gonna maximize your tax deduction. Don't go to nobody that don't wanna look at that don't wanna look at your receipt. Don't go to nobody that's gonna guess a number for you. No. Go to somebody that's gonna give the real number because at the end of the day, once this pandemic um, clears up, everything's gonna be back it's not gonna be back to normal, but the economy's gonna be back booming. You wanna be on on the good side. And also too, when it comes down to you you putting the right amount. When it's time for you to go buy a home, you need the real amount. By you saying, "Oh, I made fifteen thousand, you ain't gonna qualify for probably ninety thousand, you know, for a mortgage because you don't make enough." So stop saying you made fifteen, twenty thousand. Put the real number. It's okay if you if, you, if they say you gotta file tax, but they say you gotta pay taxes. There's ways without kind of having to pay tax. You can all you can offset. So so let's say your tax bill is two thousand dollars. The way to offset that tax bill, I'm giving an exclusive here. You could tell a friend, tell a friend, but to offset that two thousand, dump that money into um, uh, dump that money into a retirement vehicle, like like a set all y'all right. Yeah. So 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 you can get the tax deduction. So instead of you paying two, you paying zero. So you got the option. The, the government literally give you the option: spend the money, keep the receipt, and show you the deduction. Or give it to them. Exactly, yes. How how important is it um now that we're talking because I was gonna jump into that next question. Um how how important is it for us as independent contractor or just business owner owners? Um, you know, as far as like a 401k is really good for the person that works uh, basically a nine to five or, or has that type of career. Um, for us who are independent contra- contractors and, and, and barbershop owners or salon owner or nail tech owner or tattoo shop owner, how important is it for for us to have an IRA, whether it's traditional or Roth or a SEP? Well, 
it's huge because that's because by you having that, um, I know people don't want to save for tomorrow when they're living now, but the, the advantage is, is when you when you be properly ready, you be ready for tomorrow. Like like if, if, if God forbid you unable to work and and, and you unable to work and and all you was doing was just working behind the chair, you got the security blanket. Two, get that tax deduction. You could literally like this. I mean, not even off for um, not even just for step um the step IRX. If you have a defined um a defined pension plan, that's what's really gonna that's gonna lower your tax bill. So the more you put into that, the less your tax bill is gonna be. And so I so we so we look at it instead of paying taxes. Why not why not fund your retirement as much as possible? There's no penalties. Um, 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 if you're using um, a, a defined pension plan, a defined pension plan, you are able to dump fifty percent of fifty percent of your of your annual salary. So you make a hundred thousand, and you dump fifty thousand into it. That's a, that's bro. By all means, do it because that right there is that one is like I said, like you a tax deduction, and two. Two, your retirement is going to be very nice, and you can retire earlier than expected. And three, three is just the fact that you got the sense of security, and you don't got to pay tax. So, so why, so, so why not leverage these different loopholes and tax deals? I mean, financial, no, well, financial deals. This exactly. is this is what the wealthy do. This is what the wealthy do. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. <laughs> This country is built. Um, if you go go do the research, go do the history. This company, I mean, no, coming this, uh, this, um, this country is built for big business owners and entrepreneurs investors. If you if you an employee, you're going to spend the most tax. You're going to spend the most tax as an employee, and, 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 the, and the fact that if you if you're a barber or a hairstylist in the community. You could um, um, do a free haircut to great, but you can't write that off. You can't write that off. So, so why not do you know keep your money when you do the um, you do the coat um, you do the coat drive, the toy drive, the the back to school you buy supplies, all of that is deduction. But but I'm um, it's a deduction. But if you want a real deduction off like giving back to um giving back to the community, investing to your um I'm gonna give back to. Um, do your research. Find out what's a not for not for profit follow one C three. Find out what's in your neighborhood, or find out something that you believe in that you can write off and get a full tax deduction back. Okay, that's, that's awesome. Uh, so um, I have a SEP IRA. I know a lot of people don't understand the difference between all three IRAs. So a SEP IRA is for I chose it because I'm self-employed. So basically, that's for a self-employed person like myself who has. Uh, I have about four LLCs. I'm on my fourth one already, and one of them being a sole proprietorship. Uh, so explain to them a, a little bit the difference between all three. What What is a traditional, um, what is a Roth, and, and what is the SEP, and, and just the difference between all three, and, and which one suits best for, for each candidate? Um, uh, uh, before I break it down, it really would depend. It really all depends on the person and how much they contribute. Definitely, um, like everybody has a different lifestyle. 
But the Seth, I, like either way, the Seth, the Raw for the tradition, um, IRA, it could go for the barbecue industry. But it really all depends on what you what you want to contribute. That's one. And two, it depends on you know uh, um, how much of a tax deduction you want. That's where it kind of kind of really go down. But um, but the Seth IRA, like. I'm, I'm pretty much a step IRA. It's a it's a 401k. Well, IRA is pretty much the individual retirement account. Um, difference is, is is how you want to be taxed. Um, um, that's what it comes down to. How you want to be taxed. For the most part, um, um, for the most part, with most, um, with most IRAs, you will be taxed after five years. So, um. Um, some, um, well, not, can we say some? Um, yeah, after five years, you you will be taxed. Uh, yeah, excuse me. Um, I'm going to check at the same time, and, and, I, uh, and I'm trying to answer. All right, so, so pretty much, um, yeah, a uh, SEP, uh, not that a uh, yeah, a SEP is a self employed, um, like which we have is a self employed, um, retirement plan, um, I, I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be totally real. They all pretty, they all pretty much, they, they, they all pretty much the same. It's really, it did a difference, but they all pretty much the same. It really all depends on the person. And like I said, I don't mean to repeat it, but that's what it all comes down to. Like, um, uh, like before, like before when I was writing this book, I was pushing um, individuals to get the, you know, different types of um, buffalo rates. But the more and more I'm doing more, I'm the more, I'm doing, right now I'm doing high, um, I'm doing high wealth planning right now. Except IRAs is good for individuals that just starting off. Like Brian, I, I'm, I'm ready to, um, what you're telling me, you're ready for um, defined benefit plan. Because we have four LLCs. So, so now being that you got four LLCs, you need to offset some of them tax deductions. You could do that through one defined benefit plan. And get a get a get a deduction. Like I said, um, you don't gotta dump fifty percent into it, but you got that's the that's the max. So 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 pretty much offset all your um a, a lot of your tax deductions. I I say for each for each um for each LLC, um um pay your uh, um pay yourself like maybe what ten percent fifteen percent each LLC and and get that and get that as a writer. Exactly. Yeah. That, that, that's what exactly what I do um, You know as, as I read your book And um, also your um, One of your guys too man uh, He's awesome that I also He's, he's, a, he's also a beast I, I say he's a beast and fight Because he knows so much man uh, It's DL Master uh, Lions uh, Oh yeah and, and I've listened to him for years On things that uh, you know on stages uh, Every platform that he's been on Even on his lives like you know, I listen to things that he says, and I'm like, wow! I've I've learned so much from him and 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 from from yourself too, and I'm like, wow! This this is and you know, and I and I listen to that because I'm like, you know what? They they're actually right, and, and this is how you go about things. So, uh, I've been doing that. You know, I rather like I've been I've been creating that wealth, man. And it's like you said, you know, I'm I'm able. I'm going on 40 years old, so I'm planning to at least retire by the time I'm at least 55, you know, so I can enjoy the rest of my life and, and, and do the things that I, that I always wanted to do. Like, I like to travel. Um, my wife likes to travel, too, as well. So, uh, Speaking I, of I travel, that. that's another deduction. So, let me ask you, when you travel, do you cut, any, do you cut anybody when you travel? 
do you have any business meetings or, or sometimes or uh, sometimes is business meetings for for traveling and then sometimes I do um I kind of slowed it down with the uh, with traveling and cutting but sometimes when I do travel I will take my clippers with me and and I'll make some money there and that goes on my square so um usually they'll do they'll do a car transaction and all that um so and, and then I'll look to wherever I'm at at the time I'll look at the taxes um for the state um and, and see where their percentage and then I could switch that up on on my square too as well uh, which is that's that's what I like. So always that that goes on my on my square um, deductions. Um, and also as well, but when you travel, so let's say you're on vacation with your wife. Yeah. And um, you're on vacation, and you you have a, y'all have a meeting, or you do a Zoom call, or you cut one person just by you doing one of those three. You can write up your you can write up your whole trip. What? Yeah. Wow! Oh man! Oh, all right. So I, I just recent, I just recently traveled. So I'm gonna tell that to my to my CPA, man. <laughs> Be like, listen. Tell him, um, like, uh, I had a business meeting in um, DR or Vegas, wherever it is. Like, we like we go, man. Man, we travel to these events. That's what I'm doing the, the last couple of years. That's what I'm doing. I'm keeping all my receipts because cause, um, cause I'm gonna write all all these expenses for me eating. Like I said, the the the, the cab, um, the Uber fare, the the meals, the the um, you know anything I, I might buy at these events, you know, any type of supplies or, or a t-shirt or something. All that's getting written off, even down to the um, cup of coffee at the airport. That's a write-off. All that is a write-off. Because remember, because because anything that's gonna that's gonna protect your business or enhance and grow your business is a tax deduction. Like like um, like general liability insurance. That's something that every, I feel every barber needs behind from behind the chair. Because I know a lot of people may I know a lot of people look at um, a lot of people may look at as oh the shop owner got liability insurance I'm good. No. You gotta treat your station like if you was a like you using a doctor office. You're using a doctor office, you know you you know you go to the doctor office and you might have like four or five doctors, suites in, in one building. Yeah. That's how you that's what you gotta treat the shop. It might be four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten stations, but that's that's your suite. That's your suite, yeah. That's your business as well. Because uh, you 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 um I, I put it this way. So um before I, I started owning shops and before I I did all that and, and got into LLCs and stuff like that, I used to just be a barber. I used to work in a barber shop. I used to work under somebody, um, but I was paying booth rent. So I'm like, I'm paying booth rent, but I'm paying for the space that I'm in, and I gotta treat this as my business as well, you know. Um, even though there's somebody there, I'm paying it, but that, you're paying you're paying rent for that space. So I'm like, this is my business. Uh, I got insurance. Um, just to, if anything happens in my space, I'm covered. Yeah. And, and, and you know, as, as like I said, I've been learning this throughout the years, and all that. And it's very important to to, to know all this, man, because there, like I said, there's a lot of barbers that don't know that they're making this much. Um, and and anything could happen. Um, that you don't know how to protect that. That uh, that income, you don't know how to protect the wealth that you're making, and 
and they don't know and it's good that that we're here today so we could teach them um anybody in the room right now um you could raise your hands and you can ask your questions to mr dante stevenson uh please do we're welcoming you to the stage so you can ask your questions if you want to know anything about what we were just recently talking um, as we go in through the book and discuss much more. Um, as we get into chapter six, this is called the breakdown. And I love how you did this because you break down um, and, and it's in a format of spreadsheets. A lot of people don't know how spreadsheet is very important because you could break and you can see your expenses. You can see what's coming in, what's going in and out. Um, even uh, in a business, it's very important to have a spreadsheet of everything you're, you're doing because you have products that you buy, uh, products that you sell, uh, stuff that you have to buy for your barbers or so on. And here you break it down with the salary breakdown, the tips, saving, and uh, the one and uh, one client a day will give you. Um, so let, let's break this down for them and, and you can explain it here to them. Yeah, um, for, uh, for the most part, this is, um, like, like, before I wrote this book, um, for me, I, I came up with this from going to various different shows, me teaching classes at MLB events, me going to different schools and going to different shops, and just really communicating with different barbers and having my clients. And one thing I noticed is how, how a lot of barbers and hairstylists is pretty much how they pay their bills. Or how they calculate their bills. They calculate their bills off uh, how many cuts I'm going to do today or, or during the week. So, they, so you might have one guy that might say, you know what, I'm a, I need to make, um, I, I need to cut 50 people this week for me to pay, for me to pay, um, I need to cut 100 people this week for me to pay my car note and my mortgage. So what he does, so what is that, that guy does? He will cut fifty people. And he will pay his mortgage. And he will pay his um um his, his car Finally, let, let me take care. Let me take care of my booth rent for the month. He take care of his booth rent, and he take care of other any other little bills. It's just the mindset, like I said, from talking to individuals and just really understanding how they how they save their money, and how they calculate their bills. I'm like, all right, you calculate your bills off of like per cut. How about we? You know, do this for the time. So let's start. Let's start small. Let's start just putting away one client. So you put away one client, twenty five dollars, um, twenty five dollars um, a day, pretty much for one client. That's if your price is at twenty five dollars. And and I look at it. You got thirty one days out the month. Nine out of ten, you're gonna work probably anywhere from twenty two to twenty four. So let's just say twenty two. Okay. That's five hundred fifty dollars a month that you have available put away for retirement, life insurance, and general liability insurance, or even disability. Wow, that's that's good to know, man. So as uh, we're coming to the end of the podcast here, and we went a little bit and we teased a little bit about this book and um, how to secure wealth from behind the chair. Uh, I just want to say here to all the listeners of Hey Choppers Radio, uh, you could go over to, if you need any info, please email info at dsfinancialgroup.org. And if you need financial consulting, insurance planning, retirement planning, business planning, insurance review, and income replacement, wealth planning, financial needs assessment, please reach out to Dante. Again, that's info at dsfinancialgroup.org. Or you could call them. I could give out that number you have here. 
Brian, I'm amazed <laughs> right now. Yo, I didn't, I didn't know you was really this good. Yo, you sound like I'm one of them infomercial guys. Yo, we got to get you a job on ABC or something. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, so you could contact him at 646-776-1444. Again, you can go to uh, Dante underscore financial on Instagram. You could click on the link. You could purchase the book on there. And please get this book because you're going to learn so much. We just gave you a teaser today, you know, of what you can learn. Um, and this is definitely a way to go about it, securing wealth from behind the chair. And I think this is very important for us in the barber industry and, and just the beauty industry in general because there's a lot of us that don't know how to budget. We don't know that we're making six figures behind that chair because we're just going by we're living on a daily basis we're not looking on on long-term um on long-term income long-term wealth on long-term investments uh you know and this is a great book I'm, I'm glad you wrote this book dante this is something that the barber industry really needed because there's a lot of folks that need to learn and in this course of this pandemic i think people realize that um there's a lot of barbers out there that i know and they're on social media before the pandemic and they fronting on there like they got this money and they got this and they got that pandemic came they were broke broke man and, and it sat in me you know it's not something that i'm that i'm proud to see or or, or nothing it just made me sad because it's like damn you have a family you have kids you have this and, and look at you now doing all that stuff for, for for the gram was not paying you you know and and, and it's just because they didn't have the knowledge they didn't have the knowledge on how to go about things man um I, I, um for anybody well for listeners out there uh, the Spanish version is, will be out. The digital Spanish, the digital uh, version will be out this weekend. And um, I want to say the paperback's supposed to, but it's got an alert today that uh, my paperback copies that delivery is kind of backed up. And I'm like, oh man, so hopefully by next week, we will, the Spanish version paperback will be available. And also the course, um, oh, I'm giving, um, I have a Secure the Wealth course coming up. And it will be out within the next two weeks. Awesome, awesome. So, guys, the Head Choppers Radio that are listening right now, please, uh, again, if you would like to retire earning six figures per year, reach out to Dante Financial or info at dsfinancialgroup.org. And the phone number is 646-776-1444. And he will help you in financial consulting, insurance planning, retirement planning, business planning, insurance review, income replacement, wealth planning, financial needs assessment. Again, you can follow him on Instagram at Dante Financial. Thank you for tuning in to Hair Choppers Radio. You need to learn. You need to know what's going on. You need to know your business inside and, inside and out. You just can't pay somebody just to do the service and that's that. No. When we talk in finance, when we talk in money, when we talk in business, need to know everything exactly. yeah so um let me just say goodbye here to the folks here on head choppers radio everybody thank you for tuning in today to head choppers radio's podcast this is season three episode one we with our special guest dante stevenson again you could find him on instagram at dante underscore financial or you could contact him for any of your financial consulting, income replacement, wealth planning, financial needs assessment over at info at dsfinancialgroup.org or you could give them a call 
at 646-776-1444. And make sure to get the book, Securing Wealth from Behind a Chair. You could go to Dante underscore financial, click the link in his bio and purchase the book. Or you could go to Amazon, anywhere you'll find the book, anywhere. Just purchase it. It's a great read. You're going to learn a lot. So please uh, get get it, man. I, I really recommend it. Dante, again, thank you for being here with us and, and sharing your knowledge and, and giving us a few hints and tips on how to secure this wealth from behind the chair and, and be more responsibly with, with finances for us here in the beauty industry. No problem. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate you having me on my first uh, my first uh, clubhouse uh, to be a um, Yeah, Clubhouse is pretty cool that we could do that. I'm also over here on the other side with, with another device as we're recording live on the on the podcast. So for everybody, um, you always can catch us live on iHeartRadio. You can catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other platforms. Um, so people could always listen to to they could go back to the podcast and, and listen to it anytime. So that's that's what's great about Hair Choppers Radio that you know sometimes. Uh, we, we pick different times and, and, and you might not have an audience but you have an audience somewhere else and then people just tune in on there so you haven't missed the podcast you haven't missed the clubhouse you can catch on Spotify our Heart Radio Apple Podcasts and so on and many other platforms and you can always listen to it and and always catch what you miss so again thank you Steve, uh, Dante uh, for, for tuning in with us man uh, it was a pleasure having you here man and uh, one last question uh, will you be attending the CT Barber Expo Yes, sir. Yes, um, I definitely will be in attendance, man. Listen, I miss the shows so much, man. Listen, going to the shops is fun. I really love going to the shops. But I miss the shows, bro. I, I really just miss seeing people from all over. It, it's weird seeing it. It's, it's cool seeing them on Instagram. But I'd rather like, hey, what's going on? Give you a, give you a, a five, a hug. Like, I ain't seen you in a minute. Like, how's everything? How's life? Like I said, social media is cool. But nothing like that face-to-face contact with a person. Exactly, that's yeah. I, that's how I built my brand and my business. Face-to-face. Yeah, um, it's, um, social media is cool, but it's Yeah, it's not. It's, it's really not the same, man. I, I like human. Uh, what 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 is it? The word that I'm looking for. I have the word on the tip of my tongue, but um, like like face to face is is awesome, man. Because it, it's just a different experience, you know. You you both are there and you feel in the vibe. It's, over a computer is just totally weird uh, for for me too as well. And, and I'm old school, man. So I, I like that face to face, you know. Um, will you be at the Barber Grammys? Um, if I have to, I will. I, um, I, I have to. Yeah, like I said, if I have to, I will. I'm. I, I, um, if you tell me Dante I need you there, I will be there. Man, I say attend the Barber Grammys because that's the place to network. That's the place to be at. Um, as all the big names from the industries are there too. Um, you know, it, it, it is a fun show. I went to the one uh, the the year before 2019. 
uh, for yeah. being the first Barber Grammy, man. It was an awesome experience. Uh, I got to see a lot of the guys that I know from before, a lot of the new guys. Um, I also met Big Blends, um, which was, uh, and I met him through John Jay. John Jay is a, a old school teammate from Dream Team Cuts, uh, part of Los's crew. Uh, you know, and as we were building that team back in the days, man, John Jay was an awesome dude, awesome barber out of North Carolina, uh, over there from Fayetteville. Um, a lot of people know Vic is from over there too. Um, and it, it was great to meet a lot of people, man, and new faces that are in the industry now. And, um, some of them were humbling. Some of them were, you know, how they are. Yeah. The Hollywood, that Hollywood type thing. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. But it is what it is, man. I don't hate on nobody. It's, it's all humbling experience for me, as always. And um, I'm always showing love uh, to, to the next man. And when I see people like you, people like Lowe's, um, and, and, and people like us who are real. And, you know, we, we've been in the industry and seen the industry from what it was before to what it is now. Um, it's very... Uh, for me, it's just humbling. Uh, I'm glad that the industry has grown as far as barber shows has grown to where they at. I'm glad that Jay Majors, from where he the the from where he comes from in his past life, what what he's done uh, and and what the industry has done for him too as well. Uh, to see a gentleman like that grow and, and and be so humble about what he does with the CT Barber Expo and having one of the biggest shows now in, in the country, um, that's awesome. Um, and I like that because um, there's stories to tell. You know, most of us got a story, but um, a lot of stories don't get told, and, and they just see um, what the industry shows, like, and, and with social media, and they don't half the people don't know what we've been through to get to where we at now in life um, and stuff like that. But again, thank, thank you for being on the show, Dante. And again, everybody, you can catch Dante at Dante underscore Financial on Instagram. His info, uh, you can catch him on, uh, you could send for info at info at dsfinancialgroup.org. Phone number 646-776-1444. You need any financial consultant, hit him up. Um, he'll help you out. Um, he's more than uh, to welcome and he will teach you how to make these six figures, uh, man, per year and, and retire with a with a great retirement. <laughs> so thank you everybody at Head Choppers Radio for tuning in. Uh, we see you in the next episode as we bring many surprises to you. And thank you again, Dante, for for being here with us, man. No problem. Thank you, Brian, for having me.